Crew Pros, your single source for high-quality, affordable home services. If you are remodeling, repairing, or replacing, Crew Pros are the professionals that can do the job no matter the size. If you are thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bath, needing a new HVAC system, plumbing repairs, flooring, or a complete roof replacement, call Crew Pros. Crew Pros, proud sponsor of the Grizz 901 Podcast. Memphis, 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 to another episode of Grizz 901, sponsored by State Farm, where they treat you like family. And there is a lot of glitching going on over here. If you're on the live stream for whatever reason, I have no clue. Uh, but I am your host, Daniel Greer, and we have with us our weekday boo. He is Nathan Qualls. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. Glad to be here, man. Some of us a wonderful time of the year. I almost wore my Grizzlies Christmas sweater. Normally I call this Grizzmas, but we have a Grizzlies Christmas Day game this year. So that's going to be Christmas. So I don't know what to call this other than happy, happy day. We made it. <laughs> the offseason's over. It's basketball time, baby. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of things, a lot of new things happening. Um, I did get one of our shirts in. I, I bought it. I don't love it. So don't rush to go buy them just yet. Um I just, you know, we're going to hold off, we'll say. Uh, this is my old hat. We're going to turn it around so I'm not completely in your face about Grizz done at one stuff. Um, but I um, I just got me and the family some in, and I think they look good, but they're not great. And I have high expectations, and I just think that we're going to do some, some adjustments uh, before we completely roll it all out and everybody just buys whatever they want to buy. Um, and before we actually put on designs that we have, uh, ready to kind of go. And so obviously we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up, uh, within the season and a lot of cool things that are going to be happening. So, um, I'm excited. I, I can't, I can't say it enough. So if you were on any kind of social media and you were like thinking like, Hey, we're going to have, uh, more betting stuff, or we're going to have Alan Bell on, who is my ultimate favorite guy within probably betting like he brings energy excitement dude is so much fun we were gonna have him on literally at 10 52 i get an email i am slammed and i cannot get away and so he may for some odd reason join us throughout this show i would doubt it just from sounding and, and kind of texting with him back and forth a few minutes ago um, I would doubt it, but um, if he can hop on, he says he's going to hop on if he can. But he did assure me that he will be on at some point the show. I just want everybody to realize we are not lying. <laughs> you probably heard that Jack Wagon Nate will be here and decided to bail. He, he forgot I was the weekday boo. And you forgot the most important part of Alan and his betting. He didn't just bring energy and enthusiasm. He brings winners. <laughs> which is the most important part of his job. So be sure to yeah. check him out. He took Tennessee money line last week. So the guy's on top of his stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, he He's out of Nashville. And so uh, he is uh, formerly with 24 seven 
uh, sports. He, I, I believe he came up with that company or maybe have somewhat founded it. I don't know, but I know he was a big portion of that. Uh, and now is with CBS uh, doing sports line in the early edge and a lot of betting stuff. We're not going to not talk about betting. Okay. We're still going to talk about betting and gambling stuff. I have my stuff uh, that I have. I've been doing a lot of research. Um, and I told y'all that we would give out our Grizzly player watch stuff. Um, and it's going to be four guys to watch for. Uh, I'm going to give you more than four because I haven't narrowed it down yet. And the reason I'm doing that is because I want to give myself an out because as soon as I see Santi Aldama or John Conchar appear on the betting screen, I will probably make one, if not both of those, uh, official plays from the Grizzly player watch. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the you know some of the plays. We'll go ahead and get into the first part, which is the betting stuff. Before we get into our game predictions and kind of break down a little bit of the game, uh, we're going to do that anyway. And I think Alan at some point will be on uh, you know as show, and so at that point, maybe we all get a little bit more familiar with him. Uh, go check them out; they're on Sportsline. They do the early edge uh, every day at nine central. So you can go to YouTube, just check it out. Put an early edge. Uh, pull that up so you might actually learn a little bit uh, more about him and then uh, have more questions when you're here but um but yeah thank you for joining us to everybody that's watching um i appreciate it uh let's go ahead and get into uh my official plays so far all right we're gonna put them on the ticker they are on the bottom of the screen nathan looking at these is there anything that just jumps out to you that you love the most and I'll read them. I'll read through them real quick for the people that are in the podcast. Uh, Morant over 27 and a half points. I think that line has moved. Bain over 18 and a half points. Uh, Bain as well over three and a half rebounds. Bain over, I think Bain is in there twice on the screen. Uh, but yeah, Bain over three and a half rebounds. And then we go into Adams uh, with the over nine and a half rebounds. Then Mitchell Robinson, two plays. I have over eight and a half rebounds and then over two and a half blocks. Anything I love, like I love the Bane over eighteen and a half. I, I yeah. think Bane over eighteen and a half is a lock. I actually don't love the Stephen Adams rebound. What was that nine and a half or eight and a half? Nine and a half. Yeah, I would take the under on that just because he's going up against Mitchell Robinson and he's not going to have a ton of help, so they can kind of focus on him. Uh, the Knicks can kind of keeping him off those boards. So um, focus, focus I, I on him. Almost will. Yeah, focus on keeping him off the boards because you're not worried about boxing out a Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, Santi Aldama, I think, will probably have a bigger rebounding game. I think he's a sneaky good rebounder. So um, I don't love Adams' rebounds. I will love Adams' rebounds pretty much every game of the year. I would say this is one of the games I don't. Uh, Robinson, two and a half blocks, I actually like. Um, I don't want to take that because I hate betting against my team. But uh, I'm surprised <laughs> you don't have any assist here. What's the jaw assist number? Six and a half. Uh, I, think at, I thought it was at seven and a half. So I'm on FanDuel. So full disclosure, yeah, no, I fine. can only do prize picks here in Salt Lake, and prize picks has zero lines up for the Grizzlies game yet. So I'm kind of going off of FanDuel. FanDuel has Jaws assists at six and a half. I'd, I'd hammer that. I'd see if there's an alternate eight plus. There's an eight plus there on FanDuel. So I would take the eight plus for Ja. Uh, wow. And you know me. This is a risky bet. This is why I can't have the job Alan Bell has, and I'll never get hired for such a position. I'm a big first basket guy, and I would be hammering the Desmond Bain first basket. 
That is a plus 600. It's not the greatest bet in the world, but I bet Maine gets the first basket tonight. So, And Daniel loves to make fun of my first basket bets until he was with me live when I won $100 in five seconds and then proceeded to lose all that $100 over 48 more minutes. But first basket, I'm typically money. Yeah, I um, yeah, I forgot about that uh, completely. But yeah, I, I I get it. I you know you probably don't love the Stephen Adams stuff, but let me let me tell you why. Okay, and I'm going to look at my stuff right now as we are, are talking through it. Um, and they've they've taken everything off. No, there's no way. All right, so the, what I'm what I just pulled up, they literally just pulled every all this points and everything off, which for whatever reason I have no clue. So. I actually can't give you much insight at the moment, uh, but uh, looking at him, he's now it's fallen down to player rebounds over eight and a half. Wow, like that 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 makes me feel even even worse. Oh, that they lowered the line. Yeah, I mean eight and a half, I could take. Stephen, well, I don't know. I would just stay away from Steve O rebounds this game and then hammer him every other game. Again, I'm not well, even in a legal betting state outside of prize picks. So <laughs> this is all your money. I'm talking okay. about your money, but I would yeah. stay away from Steven this this game. All right. And so let me, let me um, I guess, tell you why I like it is um, I always look at how one of the, like a, a player that can get played off of the court. That's what I look at. How can you get played off of the court and you don't get your normal minutes? How are you not effective? Usually, being a big guy is a team goes small, we'll say. Okay. This is not the team that's going small because behind, behind him, behind uh, Mitchell Robinson, you got Isaiah Hartenstein. Okay. They're both big. They're both going to gobble up a lot of rebounds. Okay. And I know you're thinking, oh my, okay, well then they're going to gobble up a lot of rebounds. Well, there's also going to be times that there's going to be where he's on the court because there's big guys on the court, all right? So that factor plays in. He's going to be on the court. He's going to grab rebounds if he's on the court. I think this is a I think this is a lock. I think he's easily 10-plus rebounds, no doubt about it, in my mind, okay? The other thing I'm going to go with is simply there's no Dylan Brooks. There's no Zaire. Who else is on the team? Right, you're going to have rookies come in, and they're going to be aggressive, and that's all good. But they're going to have to make sure they go to Stephen Adams. There's no way Taylor Jenkins is going to have opening night and going to be without Jaron Jackson Jr., Zaire Williams, and Dylan Brooks, and he's not going to go to Stephen Adams down the stretch. That is the smallest of percentages, and because of that, I know he's going to be on the court, and so I'm going to go with him being a big body and grabbing rebounds. The Steve-O number gets, I like. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm not I, I'm not saying to take the under either. I'm just saying no, no, I would I stay away from it. Right. But the Steve-O number I like is two and a half assists. I'd be hitting yeah. the over on the Steven two and a half assist for sure, for sure. That yeah, it's seems at minus one pretty silly. Yeah, that seems pretty silly. And then the uh, just one other thing I like that's not Grizzlies, it's Knicks, but the Fournier over 11 and a half points, I would take that as well. Really? So people have been down on that, actually. Uh, weirdly enough. And I, I try to stay away from points usually in the, in the early stages, unless it's a f- small number, uh, yeah. because you never know how these guys are going to play. And I try to go look back at preseason and see what it looks like. But um, 
I, I think that <laughs> I, I think it's a small number, but I don't know if I love Fournier to be on the court as much. And if anyone's looking for true betting advice, just know that whatever the opposite of a heater is, is what I've been on since Thursday, I, a freezer, I guess. So I would, I would roll with Daniel until further notice. It's been a brutal, brutal four or five days for me in the betting market. Wow. Uh, I think I'm actually up 24 units on the month, which is a, a big time. Uh, if you want to follow my NBA, uh, my NFL plays, I am uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I am with Multiplicity Media Group over there, so I don't want to give them too much of love on this platform, so I'm getting trouble. Uh, but you can go find me over there. Um, just follow me at Daniel Greer on Twitter. You'll you'll somehow find it. Um, all right. So let's look at some of the other stuff. And I am not on. I'm not on a heater because I hate saying that because once I say that, I always start losing. Um, but I did uh, go three for three last night. I went uh, Jason Tatum rebounds uh james wiseman local kid rebounds and uh anthony davis over on his points uh so they all three cleared so a little three unit day not bad uh but yeah so other things i'm on um is two things one fanduel has a parlay that they're giving away that you can just go on there and free money right you put it in they give you a free bet back if it doesn't hit um up to 50 bucks it was for me other people could have more money on there i'm not sure but mine was 50 bucks uh, I'll, I'll actually give my full official play that I put in on that one in a second. Um, but the other ones uh, that I'm really looking at is, and tell me if you like this or not, and I don't know if you're looking at the, the books or not, but Ja Morant triple-double. Any thoughts on that? I worry about the assists, not because he's going to be dishing out dimes, but because I don't know who's going to make all the shots. Just to be honest, it's a lot of the people you have is sort of set shooters. Like I was really thinking Zaire would be a great kickout option for John in this game, but we're not going to have Zaire. You're going to still have Bane, but I think we're going to see a lot of more individual creation this game than assists. So um, I think he gets the rebounds, actually. I, I, I don't sweat the rebounds as much, but I do worry about people being able to finish so he can get those assists. Wow. Uh, well, right now well, it's at – go ahead. I was gonna say for a free for a free bet though, chat, dude. I'm I'm irresponsible with my money, so yeah, throw it on the long odds, 100. percent Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. If you if you have like a free ten dollar bet or something that they gave you, not because you lost something, uh, but it's something they gave you, go ahead and put it on John Morant <laughs> plus seventeen hundred for a triple double. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm you're saying. Feel like, good. Well, and you should see some of the the rowdy futures I put down when I was on a layover in Iowa. So. Trust me, we're on the same page when that goes. I'm just uh, to say I'm happy about Tyrese Maxey getting off to a good start. I have a lot of different bets, including Tyrese Maxey this year. Yeah, so make sure you stay to that. And and what I am going to do, and this is me personally, feel free to do what you want, uh, but there is a profit boost uh, that is on um, uh, guest DraftKings, and you can do plus 33%. For the Grizzlies game, if you have your other one still left over for all of NBA, it's a plus 50%. So if you do just the Grizzlies plus 33%, it comes out to $22.61, uh, $10 max. You know, 10 bucks wins you $236.10 if you go ahead and lock that in for 10 bucks. So um, I'll probably do that later, uh, more than likely, especially since it's so low. Um, you know what? We're going to go ahead and do it right now. Why not? What, what else we got to do in here? See, uh, we're putting it in, putting it in 2261. J 
John Morant triple double ten dollars. Uh, it cost me the ten dollars to do this today. All right. Uh, so if you're on the podcast, I just put that in twenty two sixty one. If you are here watching on YouTube, uh, thank you for hanging out. Uh, last thing I have for my betting stuff before we kind of leave this area. Uh, besides, I do like Jaden Ivey over. Um, I think it's ten and a half points. Um, that is obviously on the Detroit game, not on this game. Uh, let me try to see if I can uh, pull up something on here. Um, if you got anything, Nathan, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and try to pull up something real quick for us. I'm just looking actually at the player points, rebounds, and assist totals. Those are actually some of my favorite to hit on normally. I don't know if I love any of them. Jaws is too high with two. The odds aren't good enough for me. Maybe the Mitchell Robinson over 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, but I don't know. I really I don't like much of what I'm seeing on here outside of what we already talked about. Usually I like to hit on some player threes, but they are really optimistic about some of these guys tonight. So, uh, no, I really like the ones we talked about already. And if you're looking for some free bets, I think that triple double is a good one to put it on. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I'm a big fan of it. All right, so this is what I played, and it's a same game parlay. You can go same game parlay plus if you know about FanDuel. You can pretty much go and uh, bundle a couple of different games. I've been doing my research on uh, the Grizzlies, and so I'm going to stay with the Grizzlies and um, just put all my effort in there. So th- this is a six-game parlay, and I'm going to go John Morant, 25 points. Thumbs up or thumbs down on these ones? Thumbs up. All right. Desmond Bain, 15 points. Nathan, thumbs up. All right. So we're feeling good. Okay. This is where, you know, you might not love it. Steven Adams, eight rebounds. I'm the emperor from Gladiator. I'm right here in the middle. Well, don't love it. Don't hate it. All right. Well, I I think that uh, Steve-O is a lock. All right. And that's probably not going to happen, but I think he's a lock because I think he's going to get the, I think he's going to get the minutes. And be with a young team, he knows, hey, I need to find a way to rebound the ball tonight uh, and keep the big guys off the glass. Um, fresh legs, got to love it. Uh, Steven Adams, two assists? Yep. Okay. Two thumbs up. So that's the only one that scares me. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, and the only reason is is because Bain and Steven Adams haven't got on the court as much, right? Because they were doing different things in the preseason, trying to get Bain out and then bring him back in. So the regular rotation wasn't there like normal. And it's going to be the same way, right? Because they're going to send Bain out and be him more with the second unit. But you're going to see the starters play more tonight, especially down guys. Uh, John Morant, six plus assist. Yep. Okay. And then Mitchell Robinson, eight rebounds. That's the only one I might give a thumbs down. I don't love that one. I think that's the one that will bust you. I think the Adams one is a push at worst. I I, I just need eight. Oh, I guess you. It's not a push because it's not a line. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually eight. do like the Stephen Adams one. I, I retract. I was thinking that it would be a push at eight. No, thumbs up for Stephen Adams. Mitchell Robinson. I get a little worried about it. He's a shot blocker, but he doesn't always get the rebounds. Yeah, he's been rebounding like crazy, and uh, he's actually hammered this line, and that's one I love as well uh, because he is hammering the line when it comes to. Uh, the Grizzlies being on Mitchell Robinson. And I wish I could share this. I don't know. I know mm-hmm. we've tried in the past, uh, but Mitchell Robinson. All right. This is what he's averaged. The two games that he's played last season, he averaged, uh, he he had one game 11. 
I like that. 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go He's to our other guy. Steve-o. Let's go with Steve-O. What's Steve-O do? <laughs> Santi Aldama. <laughs> What's Steve-O do? 13 and 9. That's yep. what he had. So he's cleared the line every time, right? Um, and so they're a good rebounding team. The Grizzlies um, are are they're fairly good. They're, they're not as good as uh, the Knicks are, but uh, they are very good rebounding team. So um, they keep they keep people off the glass on the offensive end, which Steven gets a lot of. So that's the only thing that worries me with that. Uh, but because he's going to be playing so much, I expect um, Adams to go ahead. And so that's why I locked in. So um, I don't even know what that wins. I think that's 250 bucks or so uh, because it's plus 558. Uh, and so if I put 50 bucks on there. I'm sorry, 50 bucks to win 329.26. So if you have a free one, if you have your free, uh, whatever it is, the parlay, feel free. Uh, that's what I'm playing. If you want to make some adjustments, go ahead. Um, but I think that's kind of what I'm I'm going to stick with tonight. So anything you got? No, oh, man, I'm tired of talking about things I can't do. <laughs> All right. Uh, no fun here in Utah. <laughs> All right. Let's transition a little bit. Uh, first, we'll tell you about Zach Jaworski State Farm. Uh, if you don't have insurance or if you have insurance that you don't like, feel free. Call my guy, Zach. Uh, tell him the Grizz 901 team sent you there. Uh, you can call them at 901-459-4227, and you can follow them or find and get a quote at Zach, Z-A-C-H. Don't put a K. It's not a K. It's an H. ZachInsuresMemphis.com. Uh, they have offices out in East Memphis as well as Collierville. Uh, good dude. Good crew. Uh, they've been a, They've done a lot of stuff lately. Uh, within the community and we're looking at partnering with them as well at doing some events in the community. Um, and so you're going to see that in the future. Uh, but if you have insurance and you don't know how much you pay, <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. But if you don't know how much you pay, go ahead and look and then uh, give my guy, my guy Zach and his team a call. Let them know that we sent you um, and then see what they can do. I promise you they could probably save you money. 901-459-4227. All right. Let's get into a little bit of the game predictions tonight. The Grizzlies take on the Knicks at 6.30 Central Time on ESPN. What are your first predictions for this game, Nathan? My first predictions, and this is a stretch, but the biggest one is LaRavia steps in in the starting lineup. Roddy take Zaire's place in the in the bench unit. That's all contingent on Dylan Brooks being out, right? So we got to wait on that injury report and see what it's going to be. But if Dylan is out, LaRavia steps into the starting lineup. Roddy takes over the bench unit. Now, I think I originally was going to say Roddy would be jumping into that starting lineup. And I've been on Roddy all preseason, all summer league. I think he looks better than LaRavia. But LaRavia will have to do less with that starting unit. And Roddy can just fit within the flow, keep the ball moving, popping around, be an energy activity guy with the second unit. So I think that will be the biggest thing. I think Bain pops off tonight. I think Bain goes for 25 plus points tonight. I think he just shoots the absolute lights out. And I think that Ja gets 32 plus points tonight. And I, I'm interested to see. I, 
it's going to be the contingent on coaching, but I know that you have a Julius Randle team that doesn't always have the best mental awareness. How many times the transition take foul rule comes in to play tonight? Oh, wow. I'm because yeah. if one, if it happens, the Grizzlies are going to get a ton of technical free throws. Yeah. And if it doesn't, John Moran will probably go for like 45 because he will just be a fast break nightmare. So, um, as far as the actual game goes, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little nervous. I think mm. I put in that article released today, I have high expectations for this season. I think that the early season out of the gate games are going to be a lot of figuring things out and a bit of a struggle. It's all going to be contingent on Santi for me. If Aldama mm. shows up and can defend Randall well and can knock down a few shots, not a lot. I don't want him doing what we would want Jaron to do, right? But knock down maybe two threes and then just be decently efficient inside the three-point arc. Yeah. I think the Grizzlies win this game. If he gets cooked by Randall, which is 100% a possibility, I'm going to be worried. I think that that goes really poorly and the Grizzlies lose this game. I think that's all contingent on Aldama. But wow. I actually, but here's the other thing. I actually am pretty optimistic. I think Aldama is a sneaky good defender. I think he's got a sneaky mean streak and an attitude that fits in well with this team. So I'm not pessimistic about Aldama tonight. I actually think he's going to hold up decent, which is all we need. But if he doesn't, I think it's game Knicks. Wow. Uh, so a little bit about the game. Um, it has come back. I think when it opened, it was like six or six and a half. And now it's down to like four for the Grizzlies. Um, obviously, that's due to the injuries. Uh, but just look at this Knicks team. They're not good. Like, they, you just got Jalen Brunson in. How, how does he mesh? It, I think R.J. You know, Barrett's going to be better this year, man. I, I agree. R.J. Barrett's going to be much better. But – I, I don't know how much he – what is he doing on defense? I just Anything? think the, he's long. I think he's better all around. I think he hits his stride this year. And if R.J. Barrett can hit his stride this year, they become a dangerous team with Brunson added into that mix. They've had no point guard play. They've had talented point guards. I think Quickly was talented. Derrick Rose, obviously Derrick Rose, but he's running the bench unit. Jalen yeah. Brunson is a true point guard who – is still an underrated self-creator. His ability to create shots is nasty. He can create space from bigger guards, much less, you know, going up against a John Morant. They might put Bane on him, how that works out because of that. But Jalen Brunson's good. They've got underrated depth, too, on the bench. Miles McBride, I have been a huge Miles McBride fan. Now, I don't know if he'll even play tonight. I pray for him to get traded to a team he'll actually play for. But... I think this Knicks team is – they had such a disappointing year last season that people forget they're actually a pretty solid team. And so, um, yeah, they don't have anyone that's going to blow you away, but I still think they have some underrated guys in Brunson and R.J. Barrett and Miles McBride. You know, they've, they've got a solid squad. So, yeah, hmm. I just think they're a solid team. I think the Grizzlies are better. I think they're better. But solid team that won't have as many question marks at the beginning of the season. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think that they're not deep, in my opinion. I think that they have a more question marks than answers, in, in, you know, just looking at uh, their roster. 
Um, I don't know what they're going to do, in my opinion, on really just being like the team aspect. Like, uh, like, are they going to actually have a legit team that has like people in the right positions? Like, that's what I look at. Like, just looking at them and how they're playing. Like, what is what is what is Brunson going to do? Like, how is he going to look? I I don't know. Next to RJ Barrett, does RJ Barrett need the need the ball in his hands more? I think so. I don't know. So, I, how do you think Jalen Brunson works with this team? I mean, he played next to Luca. He, he's he's not going to have an issue playing off the ball, right? RJ Barrett will have the ball in his hands more, but he's going to benefit from having a guy like Brunson that really takes attention and then can facilitate for him. We haven't seen yeah. RJ Barrett play with that kind of point guard. Listen, like I said, I think the Grizzlies are a better team, but yeah. I I don't think that the Knicks have as many question marks and as much as many youth concerns heading into the season. I think they are more set in stone, more solid than you think they are. And now off the bench, they got quickly. They'll have, well, Fournier will probably start for them, actually. Yeah. Is Fournier going to come off the bench? Either way. Uh, I think Fournier is going to be playing, uh, starting. Okay. And then you got quickly. You got Reddish, who is fine. He may be terrible. We'll see Derek Rose. <laughs> that That's the biggest question mark to me is which Cam Reddish shows up, honestly. But then you got Isaiah Hartenstein, who we know is a very underrated yes. player in the league. Then you've got Derek Rose, Obi Toppin, who continues to improve. I'm, I'm not saying Obi Toppin is great, but he's a solid enough player. Quentin Grimes, solid enough player. You know, you've got guys who can just play, plug and play. And yeah. so... We'll see if the Grizzlies just make it work day one, like they're going to have it in two, three weeks, then it's going to be, I mean, they'll, they'll demolish them. I just question if they're going to be that set in stone already. Well, and that's the thing is I'm looking at is like, I get, you know, we don't really know what's going on with this team and the surrounding players. And those are the question marks legit. What I know is John Morant is on this team. And he makes everyone else better. Let's just well, – <laughs> and these rookies get that. Well, and it's going to be – if the Grizzlies lose, it'll be a close game. If the Grizzlies win, it will be – it could be either a close game or they win by 20, right? Because the Grizzlies are better. The Grizzlies are the better team with the better talent, and they have the guy. They have the yeah. best player on the floor tonight in John Morant. The only question I have is how do the rest of the pieces fit in? Like I said, I'm optimistic. Yeah. I think Santhi holds up, and I think the rest of the guys flow in. The one that gets me is Dylan and Zaire. I'm not as worried about Aldama as I am. You're missing two other key rotation pieces yeah. very beginning of the year. That is my concern. I put that in the piece we released earlier today. That yeah. is my biggest concern, Dylan and Zaire not being there, because they sort of had time to come up with the Jaren solution. Right. Z- Zaire and Dylan, you don't have the pieces you had last year to fill in those mm-hmm. gaps. Maybe it works out. Maybe they end up surprising me, but that's my biggest concern. Yeah. Well, with this team, they're not really that big either, though. Outside of Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein, they're not that big. Like, Brunson's not big. R.J. Barrett is, you know, he's decent, right? But he's not, like, a huge guy. Uh, And so I think that there's potential that we can go small if need be. So if we do run a two-man unit, and that's what I'm looking at, Tyus, uh, speaking of betting, I'm looking at Tyus's stuff. I'm looking at all of our bench guys. Like if Tyus's stuff there, 
I like Brandon Clark against somebody like Julius Randle. Um, obviously, Julius Randle is going to try to beat him up a little bit, but um, athleticism, I feel comfortable with it. Aldama's shown that he is big enough and can move his feet enough to, to play in front of a guy like Randall as well. Well, and one thing that we haven't talked about, but it's that time of year, is which, what kind of whistle are we going to have tonight? I, I know our guy Pete Pran sent out the referees earlier. I haven't actually taken a look. I just got so excited he tweeted it out that I just yeah. was giddy with excitement. But I was watching those games last night. There were a lot of whistles being blown. We knew that the referees were in the building. If it's that kind yeah. of game, that doesn't benefit the Grizzlies either because you need to be physical with a guy like Julius Randle if you're a Santi Aldama, if you're a Brandon Clark, if you're a Dylan Brooks, if he ends up playing, or a David Roddy ends up on him, right? And if they, they're they not allowed to be physical, that's going to be an issue. Sheesh. Zach Zarba, Curtis Blair, and Diedrich Taylor. I don't I know, know Zarba. Diedrich Taylor. Taylor might be a new one. Zach Zarba, no. I do not like Zach Zarba. Oh, no. I didn't say I like him. I said I know him. Yeah. And then Curtis Blair, uh, he did one of the playoff games in Memphis. Uh, I think he did. Actually, he was fine. I don't think there was any issues with it. I haven't looked at the refing stats um, around those guys. And usually what I did last year is I got a lot of my uh, betting knowledge because of the refs. Like, what do they allow? Like, do they allow more physical play? Do they allow more points, less points? And so I got a lot of my betting knowledge um, and my kind of my edge from that. And so, um, weirdly enough, everything somehow always comes back to making money. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for you. Good for you. That's why I had to put on my reasonable hat to start. My Homer, just pure ecstasy Grizzlies are playing tonight hat. That's going to come on at some point soon. Yeah. I, um, I try to stay away from that until the game starts. Uh, I don't try to bet like that at all. Like if I want to go unders, I go unders. I try to stay away from Grizzlies unders because they scare me. I did hit an under tonight. What do you think it is? If you had to just take a guess, a player's under. It's plus odds. A player's player's starters under of one of their statistics. From the ones I've looked at, jaw threes. I don't know. It is three. It's a three? Did you take under Dez's threes? Under three and a half. So I'm just making sure that if he he hasn't come close to hitting four threes in any of the preseason games. And and he's shooting seven or so a game. So he's going to get the volume. And and honestly, the New York Knicks don't give up a lot of threes, uh, weirdly enough. So we'll see how it goes. I, 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 I'm on both sides, and that's why I feel comfortable. I'm on I'm on his over on his points and I'm under on his three points. So if I get lucky and he somehow scores 19 points with three three pointers, I'm ecstatic. If it evens out and I break even, I'm fine. I, it, it literally is going to be a wash. So um, <laughs> that's that's why I played both sides of it. I felt comfortable playing both sides of it. So that's just hey man, cool. I'm going to bet on Michael Jordan not to make this shot. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm going to bet against Alabama. I know they just lost, but that's just something that I, yeah, I don't bet against the shooters, man. But, mm-hmm. hey, prayers up for you. Prayers up that he drops 30 with only three-pointers. So, Yeah, hey, listen, I, I only need 19 points on three three-pointers because he's taking the ball and he's getting to that mid-range, that floater. He's getting to the basket more. And against a smaller team, he's going to try to get to the basket more, in my opinion. That's why I'm thinking – 
thinking logically here. Um, all right. Anything else you have on the uh, prediction or anything else you're like kind of looking for in the game tonight? Um, I'm interested in the rookies just as far as a pure interested in what happens, what they end up doing with the rookies, especially if DB is out. Um, I'm hoping DB plays the team will be better. If he plays, I am very intrigued to see how they try and counterbalance that. And the other one is Conchar. I'm super excited to see what Jitty does tonight. Is he going to just let it fly? Is he still going to be a rebounding machine? Is he always play within the flow of the game? So I'm not worried about that, but that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see that. And then obviously the Aldama matchup, I think is super key for tonight, but we already hit on that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, my main thing is Jitty. I, I, and I know you talked about this earlier, but I think Jitty is going to be in the starting unit. Um, and, and, and the reason is, is because, uh, I guess my cat Callie likes it as well. So she decided she was going to come up. I don't know if she, it, let me know if she's going to like, does she look like she's about to jump on me? Like it kind of worries me back there. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> she's about to jump on something. She's, she's not sitting still sure. for no reason. My, my dogs are all passed out of sleep. And then this one was asleep at some point and decides to hop up here and be on camera. She probably knows what's going on. She's like, yeah, let me, let me get the up. See, get me to get that FaceTime. Uh, if you're hearing this on the podcast, you're missing a, uh, a cute cat, we'll say, uh, a very cute cat. Um, but I think that, um, I think Jenny's in a starting lineup. And the reason is, is because I look at who's out of the, of the lineup, right. And you already have your big and Aldama next to Steven Adams, which we all thought that Aldama would now replace it, especially after that first game, he kind of showed up and he showed out. Um, I think Aldama is a lot to be in that forward position, especially now that Zaire isn't even available, right? It was between Zaire and Aldama. So now that he's gone, um, I think it is obviously going to be Aldama. And then you look at the other two, and you have Bain and you have Ja. So what do you need, right? You need a three. I know you said Laravia. People even have speculated maybe Roddy, and then it could be Conchar. There's no way you're putting Brandon Clark next to out in Aldama there. That doesn't make sense. And Steven Adams. Um, and so I think it is, you know, probably Roddy, LaRavia, and Jitty. What I look at is what are you replacing? I think you're replacing a guy who you're trying to fit into this new role of play defense, move the ball, um, hit a knockdown three when it's, you know, when it's kicked out to you and just kind of, do a little bit of something, right? And going off of our guy, Anthony Melton, who we saw last night, somebody who can help, and I think that's John Conchart. It doesn't matter because they're only going to play four or to six minutes together in their beginning, and then throughout the game, you might see them in spurts, the starters, and then a, a, the closing lineup could completely change. Conchart, Conchart could not be in the closing lineup. But to start the game, I think you need somebody that can do a little bit of the, the, the simple things. And so replacing a guy like Dylan Brooks with a guy that's somewhat similar, not on the defensive level, but somebody who you're trying to put into uh, that position, I think that's going to be Conchar. And if his line's ever released, and if he's, a, if he's a starter, I am already going to claim John Conchar double-double tonight. Oh, I could see that easy. I could see that really easy. You're, it's funny because your argument for Conchar in a starting lineup actually 
sold me more on Roddy in the starting lineup. <laughs> I'm sitting there I'm like, that sounds a lot like what David Roddy would probably do if he was in that spot. But we'll see. Yeah. Listen, it's already a freaking war of attrition, and we haven't even gotten to the first tip-off yet. So we'll yeah. see whoever ends up in there. They, listen, the front office, the coaches, they've done a good job of managing those rotations in years past, even with the young guys like Zaire last year when he was super green behind the ears. So. We'll see. One thing I just thought about while you were talking about it as well is I, I think we might see a lot of Jaw and Tyus Menace tonight. Mm, I think yeah. the Jaw Tyus pairing is going to be out there quite a bit tonight, maybe even to close. Like you were talking about earlier, Knicks aren't that big. So there's a decent to pretty good chance that we see a quite a bit of them on the floor together, and that could actually work pretty well tonight. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I do like that closing, especially if it's a if it's a part where they're going basket for basket. At that point, you, you feel comfortable with Steven and uh, Santi grabbing rebounds. What does Conchar do better than Tyus? Not only really rebounding. And so I think that you put in Tyus maybe to close if it's a close game. Here's one question for you. How deep is the deepest Ja Morant three tonight? I'd say. <laughs> That's a tough feet. on the spot question. Four feet, five feet beyond <laughs> the three-point line. Yeah. Well, I'm right. six three, right? So I'm going stretched out, right? I should be at least six three on that, right? So I don't want to go that far. Yeah, like, isn't that your your length of your arms is as tall as you are? That's the that's the rule, right? Or yeah. longer, if you're like me. Or or longer, Ball, yes. Balls men are small. We got good wingspans. <laughs> Well, usually you're, t- yeah, I, I am, I'm not the freak athlete. I don't have the super long arms, but I, you know, six foot ish. Right. So I'm coming in a little bit. I'm off the screen already. Like I think it's five feet because that's, that's a step back and a half. I think that's easy. I think he's five feet back behind it. Um, I think, I think it's a lock, uh, a little bit on the, the, the conchar, <laughs> the conchar lot. stuff. Um, I don't think he, looks at being a, a scoring threat. And I think that LaRavia is more of a scoring threat playing alongside of Tyus. And I think David Roddy's more of a scoring threat playing alongside Tyus in the second unit. That's why if it was me, if I was the coach, this is what I would, that's what I would do. Um, because you then have two guys who have been playing all summer together, right? LaRavia and Roddy have been together the whole summer. Like they're trying to figure things out. They're trying to figure out this whole NBA thing. And they're going to play with a guy named, you know, with, with Brendan Clark. Um, and so I, I think that's, that's the easy one. Who are we missing? Who Who's the 10th guy? Oh, who's we don't know. Go, he's going to go 10. Tillman. Yeah. I think Ken, you have to. Kenny Jr. If Jr. <laughs> plays tonight, my God, the roof is going to effing blow off of the forum <laughs> like it, it will explode you want Dude. to talk about putting julius randall in a little uh what do you what, what do you call it? the bill in, in a bill street bully letting Dude. go at him junior put him in the front row man let's go he's honestly him. it's over in all seriousness i mean he'll roll out 10 i don't i don't know if that 10 man will get more than 10 12 minutes so because even though the Knicks don't have a ton of size, at some point Mitchell Robinson and or Isaiah Hartenstein will be on the floor, and you got to have somebody out there. And really, 
unless I'm forgetting somebody, you really got Aldama and Adams are the two guys that can go out there and contend with those two as far as length goes. So yeah. I think uh, outside of foul trouble or injury, we see a ton of Adams tonight. I think he plays a whole bunch of minutes. So yeah. You're making my bets for me. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. I, I think there's a lot of tip rebounds. I think there's a lot of balls that get loose on the rebound. Listen, there's a lot of size, and Adams can only do so much. we got to have other guys getting in there and rebounding. So, like I said, it worries me a little bit. I'll take your 8-plus, but after 8-plus, staying away from it. I'm going 10-plus rebounds. The guy's going to get 30-plus minutes tonight. Weirdly More power enough. to you. More power Weirdly to you. Enough. I've already put my money on it. Uh, there's no coming back from it now. Um, I've already hammered it. Um, all right, that's that's all we have. Uh, unless you have anything else, I, I think that uh, pretty much wraps up. Grizzlies against the Knicks tonight, 6.30 ESPN. We're going to make sure we keep doing these throughout the year. I don't know about post-game shows. Um, don't tell anybody, but I have an old man's basketball game that tips off at 7. I won't tell anyone. Don't, Don't tell anybody. I apologize. I will not be watching live. But our guy, Luke, is going to be tweeting live during the game tonight. I believe he is on the schedule. Uh, Nathan, tell us a little bit about your article uh, that just came out. It's terrible. Nah, I just released something. I had the spur of inspiration, hence all the typos, because I wrote it about 5 p.m. yesterday. But just a little bit of a hype piece going into the season. A little bit of the concerns that we talked about here, I mentioned there and why I think there could be some issues with it. But all in all, I think doubting this team is a pretty unwise path to take. They've had questions. You can go and I've got links to quote-unquote experts. One of them actually is uh, John Hollinger, who I love and think is an actual expert. But um, – predicting the Grizzlies would be lesser than what they turned out in the season. So this year, John ja Morant, bona fide superstar, best player on the court most nights. When you have that guy, you always have a chance. So high expectations for this season. I think their goals are even higher than our expectations. And listen, we do all this talk and we do all this analyzing. The main point of that article is to help you enjoy the ride. Stay away from the Grizz Twitter drama. They got plenty of fights coming with Warriors fans throughout the year. All right. So just have fun. Be nice to each other. Tell your friends. I did it this time. Let's go. It's game day, baby. Most wonderful it is time of the year. Day. Uh you know what? I, I will I will share um I, I talked a little bit of on the um today and I think it's Twitter spaces. Um I just want to say that I I always get gleefully excited during the first game of the year, uh, no matter what team I am, but now, you know, with, with the Grizzlies and how much we cover it gleefully excited. Like I am over the moon. Like I am Mr. Homer today, like a hundred percent. And I try to make sure I put my non Homer hat on most days. Uh, today is not that day. Um, and I will say that my kids both went to school one, well, Grizz not on one shirts, but they wanted to wear Grizzlies shirts today. I told them the Grizzlies play today because my daughter, as you know, if you listen to this long enough, she always asked me, are the Grizzlies playing? And I think it's so cool uh, that even though they are girls, they understand basketball, 
right? They're not like, oh, you know, we'll do the pretty princess thing. They do that. Don't worry. But they understand my love. They understand that the Grizzlies are cool. And so my little one always asks, are the Grizzlies playing? And so I get to tell her tonight, yes, go put your Grizzlies jammies on. She'll be uh, grizzlied up. Uh, but they love John Morant. Uh, but the cool thing is, is I, I tell you that because I love that we have a team. When they first got here in 02, um, they drafted Shane Battier and Pau Gasol. My ultimate favorite player ever is Shane Battier. And a lot of people probably know that who know me personally. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a Duke guy. And so it was just like perfect. Like he was my favorite player through college. He just, I don't know why he just, for some reason, I just fell in love with the dude. Um, and so there I felt comfortable about really loving the Grizzlies. Like it was a good guy, good team, but they never were that good. It was weird. You kind of wanted to cheer for them, but you didn't really know them. Right. And so then it came to be where it was like the core four. And you knew those four, you loved them. Those are our, our dudes. We rocked with them. They were Memphis, right? They came from all over. They were Memphis. Never thought we'd see that again. Now, I look at Ja Moran. I look at Desmond Bain. I look at, you know, Zaire. Even, even Steven Adams, who is a Kiwi. Like, he is, he's one of us. And the team chemistry that starts at the top of the the. I guess just in the the front office has, you know, all the way down to the coaches who Taylor Jenkins is a young guy. He's my age. I think he's doing it the right way, which is important. Uh, the team is seems to really love each other. And I think that's why they're so good. All those factors come involved as a father. Now I look and say, hey, I want you to cheer for this team. Because they're they're good dudes and they're easy to cheer for. And that's what I that's why I get so excited is because these are good dudes and they really want to embrace Memphis. Jai is not a Memphian people. He, he he's from South Carolina and went to Murray State. He is Memphis, though. I'm just gonna make that crystal clear. He's he's he is a Memphian. Um, and I think that's the coolest thing is to have a good group of guys that really do care about our city and about our team so that's all we have let's get out of here and make sure we do what be nice and tell your friends